Today we are going to talk about the Trojan horse. And I know many people, maybe you are thinking, this is not related to Valentine's Day. And I know, <laughs> it's not related with love at all. But yesterday I was checking a podcast and someone described this Trojan strategy from Elon Musk. And it's something that more or less I was trying to coach my student, but I didn't have a name. And the Trojan strategy horse is so fucking good. Let me show you a glance of how it works. This guy, Elon Musk, by the way, he applied this technique all the time. Let's start with Neuralink. As you know, Neuralink is a company that he has that is trying to implant chips inside the skull, in la scapula, inside the brains of people so they can control electronic devices from their brain. His idea is that we are going to merge with technology. What is fucking scary? But what I'm trying to go here is that what happened if he... If he tells everybody, hey, you know, we are going to put a piece of electronic device so we can read what you are thinking, people will say, fuck you, Elon, right? But that's why he used the Trojan horse. And he said, we are going to use this device, this neural link, so people who lost a limb, a limb es una extremidad, so people who lost a limb, they can control their leg, their arm with their mind. And people start clapping, hey, Elon Musk, you are the best. I'm, I'm not saying that Elon Musk is bad, but you understand the point. He knows how to sell the idea. Eventually, that is going to scale, and eventually that will become a way that everybody will try to handle their devices, their smartphone, their headphones, and so on. So that is why you need to know how to sell your offer. Let's try to check two extra Elon Musk, Trojan horse. The other one is called SpaceX. When he started, he didn't, he didn't tell the people, we are going to send rockets to Mars because all the investors will be like, no, thank you. We don't want to waste our money. What he said, this was a proposal. He said, we are going to use reusable rockets, cohetes reusables. So instead of just throwing to the trash each time that we use a rocket, we can reuse the rocket. And people were, yeah, we are done with that. The investors were done with that. So they put money, they invest. Later, they said, oh, you know, we, we are kind of doing good. What about going to Mars? So he knew how to sell the idea. By the way, I was checking some latest interview and they were comparing his answer. When he started, they asked him, hey, what are the chances that we go to Mars? He said like 7%. Last time that they asked him, he said, oh, now we are doing good. We are more or less in 11% chance of going to, to Mars in the, in the next 30 years. So it's interesting, you know, how little by little he starts to show his hand. And if you want to know one extra, I mean, Elon Musk has like more than 10 Trojan horses. But uh, by the way, Twitter is a huge one that I, I'm going to tell you later. But another one is Starlink. What is the idea of Starlink? Put satellites, satellites all around the world to give free or cheap internet. Who wants cheap internet? Everybody, right? But what he doesn't tell you is that Starlink is a way to know what everybody is doing, not just with the internet, but also with photograph, with pictures in real time. It's like a Google map in real time, but all around the world that you can sell that information to the governments. And this is interesting because Elon Musk is unpredictable, that guy. He works to promote freedom, we know, but he also works to help other governments. So he's kind of playing with the two sides of the card. And I didn't write this down, but I'm going to tell you also the, the Twitter or, or X idea. 
As you know, he had a, a domain called x.com, x.com. He had a domain. And um, the idea is that he want to do like a WeChat. In China, they have a WeChat that is like a social media, messenger, WhatsApp, bank. Imagine like a Yape here in Peru, like a Yape or like a Venmo in US, but within your social media. They have that in China. Elon Musk want to do more or less the same, a all-in app. And his Trojan horse is unbuying Twitter just to give freedom to you motherfuckers. But eventually he will scale that. And that's why as soon as he could, he switched the name. Because he want to prepare people. He want to pre-cook the idea. So that is basically how Elon Musk handled his uh, Trojan horse strategy. But he's not the only one. This tool is not exclusive from Elon. Also, governments know how to apply. We're going to check some conspiracy theories on this podcast. And at the end, I'm going to show you how you can use the Trojan horse. So before continue, friendly reminder, if you want to take your life to the next level, go to inglesparacholos.com, inglesparacholos.com. Stop wasting your time in the university and the prostitute. And please join my WhatsApp channel, mi canal de WhatsApp. Type this URL, tipe en este URL, ancolbalta.com if you type ancolbalta.com it's going to redirect you to my whatsapp channel my canal de whatsapp or also another way to join my whatsapp channel go to my youtube videos the last one go to the description and click the link in the bio so time to start with the trojan horse how the governments will sell you the idea of the 15 minute cities for the people who don't know the idea is that in the future, you are not going to be able to leave your city for more than 15 minutes or to leave your house for a distance that is more than 15 minutes in bicycle. This sounds crazy in no way. Check the movie in time with Justin Timberlake. It's more or less that idea, but I'm going to dissect here. You know how you get this idea of the 15 minute city? Because I read the full plan, by the way, it's in the World Economic Forum website. You start adding what they call here ciclovias. You start adding ciclovias, but not in any random place. In main avenues that were already dense. So you start to collapse even more the traffic. When you sell ciclovias, everybody, of course, we need to protect the planet. But they don't tell you, hey, but these cars stuck next to the ciclovias are going to pollute even more. Because now they are more time waiting with the engine on. But well, that is one way. The other one. They say we need more affordable buildings, affordable housing. Everybody, yes, we need cheap apartments. So now we are going to allow the big motherfuckers, real estate companies, to build 30 floors buildings where it used to have a house before. So the place that you used to have one family, now you have 30 floors, more or less 80 families in that building instead of one family. That is going to collapse the fucking city. Then the other one. They start teaching the people. You don't need a big house. Big house is for losers. Now you need to clean a lot. No, no way. You need a tiny apartment that looks like a cell, que se ve como una celda, okay? That you don't need a studio. You don't need an office. Why? You can work from your bed. You don't even need a kitchen because that is what they are proposing now. You can have like share space, kitchen, easier to clean, more comfortable, and you can meet other people while you cook and while you eat. So they are selling this idea that you don't need a big space, and they show, like, you know, actors, as always, pretending that it's better, this lifestyle. So they can sell you for the price that used to cost a house, now a fucking small 
40 square meters, eh, departamentos de 40 metros, or even 32 square meters, even worse, and people pay more than $100,000 for that thing. And if you want to know one extra trick to make the 50-minute city, is uh, we are going to make it hell, infierno, to go out of the main cities, in this case, Lima. We are going to put a lot of tariff. What is tariff? Um, when you go, for example, in the highway, tienes que pagar el peaje. You need to pay the, the tariff, el peaje, from here to Chincha, round trip, 50 soles, just in peaje, not gasoline. And by the way, we are going to make the gasoline more expensive, but <laughs> that is our tip. Okay, but the, the tariff, so fucking expensive. Not just that, in some parts, we are going to put tripods with cameras. So if you exceed the speed limit, you have to pay now 2,000 soles. 2,000 fucking soles. That they are, by the way, you cannot reduce this if you pay on time. So they are, in a very subtle way, they are taxing you and they are discouraging you to go out of Lima. So that is how you make the 15-minute cities, by making a mess in the city and by preventing people in a subtle way, because you cannot tell people don't leave Lima, but in a subtle way, you know, make it more inconvenient to leave Lima. So just to give you the idea of conspiracy theories also have Trojan horses. Now let's go to the midi part, la parte carnosa, the midi part of this podcast. And it's how can you apply the Trojan horse strategy to your advantage? Because, you know, most of the YouTube channels and podcasts, they just tell you the scary shit. Yeah, but the question is, how can I benefit from that shit? And it's, if you want to start a business, learn how to craft your offer like a Trojan horse. We all want to accomplish big things in, in life, right? But you cannot tell that straight to your customer because it's scary. First, it's scary because... It's hard to understand how a new player in the market can accomplish that goal. Imagine when I started the fitness industry. If I told my customers back then in the 2010, hey, you know, I'm going to fix your life. I'm going to tell you how to implement habits, how to be more productive, how to score better with women, how to work a personal brand. They will be, no, that's too much shit. But if I told them, hey, I'm going to sell you vitamins. Oh yeah, vitamins, I understand that. So that was my Trojan horse back then in time. In order to fix people's life, I used the Trojan horse of the vitamins, something that people understood. And little by little, I dragged them to the self-development. Back then in time, now everybody, oh yeah, self-development is a thing. I can tell you, back then in the 2010, you talk about self-development, and people, what the fuck is that? Why do you need that? That is a scam. So you need how to cover your efforts. And my same Trojan horse was applied in the 2021 with Inglés Paracholos. I cannot tell the people I'm going to teach you how to make more money because that sounds like a scammer. But I told people, hey, you know, I'm going to teach you how to speak English fluent in less than six months. And people, yes, I'm done with that. When they join the program, now I teach you how to make money in English. And not only that, is I'm going to tell you how to have social skills. So now people want to practice English with you. So we need to master the art of the Trojan horse. As my acupunturist, um, the, the one and only David Khan, the acupunturista, he rest in peace, falleció. But he told me, Jose, you need to know how to sell the cookie. He told me that in the acupuncture. He told me, I can give you the same benefit with just one nil, con una agujita. But I put you 10 agujitas so you can feel that you are getting your reward. So you need to show the value in the right way. 
And you need to hide some value. Tienes que esconder un poco de valor. Because if you show too much value, you scare your people at the beginning. Little by little, you need to release it. And eventually, your project is going to keep growing. You start with something, but then you find out that there is more potential. For example, just to give you the case of English. It started, my main idea was I'm going to teach these people how to make money and use the English as a Trojan horse. But in the way that it's growing, then, oh, now we have a community. Oh, we have professionals from different backgrounds that they are teaching, they are coaching between them, like peer to peer. Now, oh, we have people from Spain. We have people from Mexico. We have people from other countries. We can create a network within the system. So that is the next step. It's like you start with idea, you use the Trojan horse, and then you find out that the project is even bigger than you thought at the beginning. And that's why a last Uncle Bata tip before I wrap this, this podcast is you need to reinvest all the money and all the energy back to your project. This is the biggest mistake that I see people don't do. When they are having success, they start to take money out. That was my mistake in the 2020. I was reinvesting out of my main business. After the 2021, I started Inglés Para Cholos. All the money and all the energy went back to Inglés Para Cholos because when you have a winner horse that is your business, all your energy and focus has to go back to it so you can make it faster and bigger. I hope you enjoyed this strategy of the Trojan horse. Maybe I will cover it in Spanish. Who knows? Because I feel it's like a powerful episode, but I will be scared to mention this on YouTube so maybe they can... Uh, they can bat me for conspiracy theories, so we will see. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember, if you want to work with me, you can go to my WhatsApp, más 51 9890 And also, please spread the word. Tell the people to go to Uncle Balta on Spotify.